1: We haven't talked about hogs in a couple weeks. Two
2: million people still pay for AOL dial-up.
1: I, well I figured they would t- teach you how to make a dirt sandwich.
2: Brian microwaves fish at work. You guy's
1: got two poop earrings.
2: I am highly sexually attracted to Neil Mong. Hello? And welcome, we are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am your host, Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. As always, I would like to give you the ways to get a hold of us. Email mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. It's the best way probably. You can also leave a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. We had a ladies line caller a couple weeks ago. Would like to hear that. There's, n- I know we have more, many, many more female listeners, so reach out. It's nice to hear. You know, we don't get fancy sauce on here as often as we used to, so it's nice to have to mix it up with a woman's voice, 949 464 TBLS As always, I tell you to like our Facebook page. There was something happened on there that I wanted to talk about here, but I've forgotten about it. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook, and of course always reach out on iTunes. I haven't checked. I'm going to check right now to see if anybody's commented where we were lamenting last week. This is episode 137, by the way. Last week was episode 136, and uh, we were lamenting our lack of iTunes reviews. We have many, many, many listeners many 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 iTunes subscribers I see this stuff every week and yet very few iTunes reviews so see what you guys can do about that get with us go to iTunes review the show um now I don't know how to call up so I'm not too good with the internet's I'm not too, too good just uh well maybe we'll catch up on the iTunes reviews later because I can't seem to make it open uh, without opening iTunes. Uh, okay. Uh joining me now, as always. Oh, for that, before he joins us, the other way the other thing I need to remind you about is Patreon dot com. That's where you can contribute monetarily to the show. You can go there and make a donation, a monthly donation, or just a one-time donation. It's really up to you. Patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. Give what you are comfortable with there, and it has come to my attention that we like to thank all our Patreon subscribers, our, our very own Fancy Sauce, who sort of runs that aspect of the show. When she comes on, she lets us know who has contributed, and it was brought to my attention that a, a dear, dear listener of ours, Chris Miner, made a contribution and was not properly thanked on the show. And then I went, I had Fancy Sauce show me all the contributors, and I think Chris Miner did not n- did not include his last name when he signed up. So that would that was our mistake for not figuring out who you were and making sure to thank you. So Chris, thank you very much from the bottom of my heart and congratulations on your recent nuptials. I believe you've made your uh fiance now wife a listener of the show, so you are a hero in more ways than one. Thank you very much, Chris. Uh, joining me now, as always, someone else that I need to thank, our very own Ed Daly. Ed, thanks for being a part of the show. How are you, buddy?
1: Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Chris. Uh, I I accomplished a, a dream of mine this oh. weekend.
2: Oh, two and chicks at not, the same time. Not a
1: big dream, but oh. I always hear, heard about these beer runs. I was like, you know what? Oh, as soon as there's one oh, like yeah. somewhat near me, I'm doing it. And there was one at a bar five blocks from my my apartment. Yes, and I did it this weekend. It was three beers and three half miles. So you had, you had to drink a beer before you started. The then you one, did a half mile, half mile loop. Yep. Then a beer, half mile, a ha- beer, a half mile. And uh, it was uh, it was pretty. I mean, it was ten in the morning. Yeah. So. Well, tricky getting that first one down, right. but I came in fifth place.
2: Whoa, whoa! <laughs> really? Not not just for your age group. Not this isn't the Masters division, forty and up. No, no, <laughs> this is
1: this is the uh, this is everybody. I mean, it was wasn't a huge event. There was sure. six sixty people. I don't wow. know. Yeah, Five, I'm not a, fifth out of I'm not sixty. A big, yeah, I'm not a big like chugging. No, I'm not chugging. Like, yes, yeah, like I was never that good at it in college. But you know, I mean, I I. I Gave it the uh, the old college try. And I you. did pretty well. But yeah. I got fuck I mean, the first dude finished so I finished it in like I mean, I was not flying. Sure. Um
2: But half I, a mile, I mean, you're 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 moving. Like you're that's not yes, a yes. jogging pace. Right. It's three half mile it. things.
1: Yeah. So I would say, you know, the whole race, I think I did it in 12, 13 minutes, somewhere like that.
2: Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Co- considering um, you're pounding three beers.
1: Yeah. And, uh, but I, the, the, the dude who finished in first place, I was finishing my second beer and he was done. He he did it in like nine minutes. But he's, he's not a rookie. I don't, and whatever. It was impressive. Uh, and then the other thing is, you know, I came in fourth place and a chick. beat me by a hearty margin. A chick. A chick. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, my God. She was she was like the Terminator. And then I had to quickly leave. Uh, they they had, like, prizes for the top three, so I, there was nothing for me to stay around for. But I had to quickly leave because I had to coach my son's soccer game, yeah. six-year-old soccer game. Like... <laughs> Like, seriously, like 20 yes. minutes later, I, I had just enough time to get to the field and then start coaching. And I got to tell you, if you if you get roped into coaching kid soccer, the best way to do it is have three beers first. Yes. I uh, never thought about it. Yes. Well,
2: three beers is, notwithstanding the running, which probably intensified it, three beers, I would argue, is the perfect amount of buzzed. Like you're, yeah. not, you're not really doing better than a- after you feel after your third beer. You're feeling really good right at that moment. And yeah, you'll keep drinking and having a good time, but you're really right at the sweet spot of how
1: good it feels to feel drunk. And it was, isn't. it was, I, I imagine it would be easier if it was like Coors Light. These yeah. were IPAs.
2: See, that's what I was going to ask you. That's hard. That's a hard chug. That's but not it was, easy.
1: It wasn't like a high alcohol IPA. It was probably right. like a 5%.
2: Yeah. Meal. Like a session, like a session IPA. Yeah.
1: Yeah, It was an still, Oscar, Oscar brewery, like a Philly area brewery.
2: Oh, nice. It was it, wow.
1: was, it, was, it was solid, but uh, I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed uh, coaching the kids' soccer. was was way better. Way
2: easier. Way less way stressful. Easier.
1: Yeah, the yes. parents were yammering on about their kids' playing time or something. I, I just didn't even hear it. It was great.
2: Yes, yeah. Just let it go. Just let it yeah. go right. You know, they could be out there coaching, but they're not. Yeah. They're talking to you, so they can shut now, the fuck up. <laughs>
1: Now the team lost seven to two, so maybe I wasn't the best coach that day, but hey, hey fuck it. You, my son scored, I was happy. I don't you, give a shit about anybody you, else's kids.
2: You can't control what happens out there on the field. Like they should mm-hmm. have played better. You were coaching yeah. them perfectly.
1: And and like I said though, my my kid scored. And like yeah. that's the only kid I'm watching. I mean right. I'm, I'm trying to be fair with playing time and everything. Yeah. yeah but I don't give a shit if anybody else scores. Right. I don't Right.
2: Well you don't you don't want that kid out there embarrassing you, first and foremost. And right. then anything if he Excels, that's just juice right there. That just makes you look better. Uh, well, congratulations! Ed. I've not, yeah, I don't, thanks. I don't know that I have it in. Me. I'm not a chugger. I'm not, and the, all that beer sloshing around in your gut, like not easy. It's one of those. I felt things like that, the
1: first lap was the hardest.
2: Oh, really interesting. I, and then you,
1: I guess you just get used to it.
2: It's one of those things that sounds like it's not going to be that hard, and but then when you do it or you, you really think about it, you're like, oh wait, no, that's that can't feel good.
1: <laughs>
2: um, it's couple notable rips this week, Ed. yeah uh well i'm not even um jose fernandez is it's just too brutally sad and awful to discuss i mean but what was
1: what was cool did you see tonight yeah. uh oh yeah the d, whole, the whole d, team yeah the whole yeah. team wore his jersey and then oh, yeah. lead off batter d gordon
2: d gordon hit a home run that's really it sounds like he was just a really cool dude and it's just don't get on a boat in the dark, guys. Just don't go boating yeah. in the dark. Yeah, just yeah, that just seems don't. it's like a
1: terrible idea. Just it's a, it's
2: a bad plan. Um, but Arnold Palmer, I know you're not a huge golf guy, Ed, and I'm not really either, to be honest. Uh, but Arnold Palmer, really one of the true giants of modern sports. We, you know, we grew up, and he was already. Retired or whatever, he was just doing- He was on it. Hertz commercials with he OJ. Yeah, lights, light beer commercials, Pennzoil, Hertz. But this guy was the truly the original celebrity endorser. Like this, yes. what what this guy, yeah, the guys did commercials, but it was a lot of like, do the local Buick dealership. This guy did multi-national campaigns for big big brands the whole img marketing which is the big athlete related agency that markets all these athletes tiger woods and whatnot this the the whole reason that agency formed was to represent arnold palmer because this guy had so much juice on madison avenue um just and uh, from what everyone says is part of the reason he had so much appeal uh, two advertisers is because he was just such a genuine, nice guy. So, R.I.P. Arnold Palmer.
1: And I think I, I read somewhere, what they call it, an Arnie when you when you uh, can par without without being in regulation until you get to the green. No, is that Something true? Like the,
2: is that yeah, true? Like
1: I, he was famous for saving, right. you know, horrible hits and stuff. Right. But, yes.
2: Uh, yeah, but that, yeah. That that was yeah, and him, a delicious drink. The drink. I mean. <laughs> It's a great, it's a, it's a, it's a great, delicious, refreshing beverage. Uh, sure. We've talked, we've talked about my time um, in my teenage years or year uh, working at Soup Plantation, and when I was slinging oh, yeah. soup at Soup Plantation, everybody on the shift was dr- making Arnold Palmers and drinking them. It was, it was it's the drink of choice around uh, around Soup Plantation back then. Great beverage, just one of the best beverages. And then also another RIP, Ed, Who else we got? I know this one's near and dear to you, character actor Bill Nunn.
1: Oh yeah, Radio Raheem, you broke the news to me. It was- Better
2: known as Radio Rahim. From Do the Right Thing, iconic role, iconic character. One of those guys that pops up in a lot of movies, uh, specifically Spike Lee movies. He used him in nearly everything he did. Uh, Just a very, very well-known face. Um, Added to scenes. He was good. Yes, solid in everything he did. He would play a cop a lot. Um, Just uh, a a terrific, terrific character actor. R.I.P. R.I.P. Bill but, uh, Nunn
1: Radio Rahim, but as I pointed out, a reverse. How how fucking old is this guy? It's
2: crazy, crazy. When he, he d- was
1: Radio Rahim, yes. I, what? A, he was thirty-seven.
2: Thirty-seven years old. Is that true? I, he's
1: sixty-two when now. That, when was that? Nineteen ninety-two.
2: Okay. Yeah, no, and that was nineteen eighty-nine. Nineteen eighty-nine.
1: Uh, he was 34. 35, 35 years old.
2: Thirty-five, probably thirty-four at filming.
1: Still, he looked yeah. like 18, 19. Yeah, yeah, he
2: was playing like a 19, 20-year-old guy. Cruising yeah. around looking for 20 motherfucking D batteries.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah. Looking, looking looking pretty young.
2: Yes, I agree. Reverse. How fucking old is this guy? How fucking young is this guy, Bill Nunn? Uh, yeah, too 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 soon to go. Um, another RIP. not oh. Well, twenty years ago, it's the anniversary <laughs> year of the John Benet Ramsey murder. Ed Daly, I, I probably know the answer to this, but did you catch know the, the two part CBS John Benet documentary murder investigation?
1: Uh, my wife was all over it. I don't. It creeps me out. Not that, I mean yes. the murder no, is I get bad it. enough. It, yeah. it's it's the footage of those pageants. I can't. I can't yeah. watch any of that stuff.
2: Yeah, it was, it was very, it was very weird. It was very, but presented, you know, it's, they just presented a theory and I'm not going to spoil it for you. If it's on your DVR, it presented a theory, a very plausible seeming theory.
1: Now I know, I know the theory and is it, is it plausible? Oh, very.
2: Yes. Yes. It
1: seems like a pretty aggressive move for someone of that age.
2: Well, it was the, the, it wasn't. It wasn't the first time. Well, the the theory they put forth. I don't care if I spoil it for you. Is that the she was probably accidentally killed by the brother, and then the parents, in a panic, covered it up. And what one, one of the you know there was this was a lot of like FBI profilers. They had the famed. They had the the um the real dream team of um coroners there they had dr henry lee and then i can't remember the other guy he's got a toupee werner he's done like everything you've seen him he's a german guy um everyone seemed to sort of agree that of of course this there was no possible way this was perpetrated by someone from outside the home the only people in the home were the parents and the brother and the only person of the people in the home that had ever shown that kind of aggressiveness toward Jean Benet was the brother who just the summer before had whacked her in the face with a golf club.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow.
2: Very aggressive.
1: Um, what, one other thing, uh, I thought, and I just, you know, you're a big fan of this. I, I'm particularly not a fan of this. Yeah. I thought somebody got, like, arrested or admitted to doing it, like, a couple years ago.
2: Uh, well, there was a guy, John Mark Carr, that, yeah, did. he tried to confess. But, you know, this happens in murders a lot where guys just confess, like, to get famous or just because they're crazy. And it was one of those. Like, this guy's like, yeah, I was there. I was there that night, but I didn't do it. But it turns out he was, like, in Pennsylvania. And he was in Thailand going through a sex change operation when he admitted He's it. some issues in. Yeah, he's this is this is an odd guy. It definitely This is kinda
1: like Jah Gabor's husband who oh,
2: the Prince Prince
1: hey. who admitted to knocking up that's right, I knocked up Nicole Anna Nicole, Anna Nicole Smith. Smith. That's
2: right. <laughs> prince What? Prince von Renholt. Uh by <laughs> the way, I believe Jah Jacques Gabor is still kicking right now. Has not died. It's
1: amazing. Amazing. She's, <laughs> she's Arthur Digby Sellers. Yeah, she's, she's in an iron lung. In
2: the iron lung. In her home, somewhere in bed, it's just how many just, body parts does she have left? Truth, true, she's lost both her legs. I'm pretty sure. It's truly shocking. I just don't. I just don't even know how to process it that she continues to live. Um, and, and my biggest takeaway: these the John Bonnet parents were maniacs. And I had I had proffered this early on that the the mom was a pageant person, and when she had this daughter, she had you know, this sort of um idea of what she was gonna make her life like and she was gonna make her her little doll and This was I,
1: like Capriati dad, yes, like one of those yes, type of totally like dad? this
2: my daughter's gonna be this pageant girl. And and I said it started just when she gave her that name, Jean Bennet, Like that's yeah. such a weird name. Then I saw during the documentary that the dad's name was John Bennett. Ramsey. So they oh, took no. the dad's name, cranked up Bates, her name, his yes, name, and they frogged it out into Jeanne Benet. <laughs> that is That's, crazy. They should be like, hey, they dodged the bullet on the criminal charges, but they should be charged just for doing that. That right. That is uh, abuse in, in and of itself, Jeanne Benet. That's right. Uh, okay, Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? Let's, let's hit some sports topics.
1: All right. Well, let's. Let's start off with uh, the the uh, State University of New Jersey, Rutgers.
2: That's right. You and, love talking about Rutgers.
1: They, they've they've made some like boneheaded moves lately, but this one, the uh, athletic director Pat Hobbs, uh, ha- stopped by a, a an official Rutgers student tailgate before the game against New Mexico on Saturday. Uh, they Rutgers opened up the student. Tailgate zone to try to boost attendance, but after two games, they closed it, citing safety concerns. Uh, Pat Hobbs got got uh, peer pressured into taking the stage and shotgunning a beer with the students, and unfortunately, I mean this is the sad part. He has apologized since that time. Yeah, yeah. And Rutgers University's police chief, who is somehow named Kenneth Cop, said that he and the Shut department up. were cop with two peas. <laughs> <His> name- <laughs> No, C-O-P. Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, he, he was oh. born to do one thing. Uh, On the he nose. and his department issued citations to four different people while the, uh, the uh, AD was, was shotgunning beer, and I just wanted to know, what, what's the worst thing? The fact that this hero apologized for showing he was human? Were cops giving out citations at football tailgates?
2: Totally agree. I totally agree with your buddy. Of mine was was drinking a beer at a tailgate. It was for like a motocross race, and it was like a work function, and it was like a like a hosted tailgate. And he walked out of the RV that they were hosting it in, and threw his empty um, cup in a trash can. And a fucking cop came came over and gave him a twenty minute lecture. Bullshit lecture about drinking in public and what a bad example he's setting and what a bad person he is. And then wrote him like a $200 fucking dollar ticket for, for, oh, for, for having a beer in public. Fuck you, cop. That is fucked up. Just let people live their lives. Nobody's hurting anybody. Have a beer. And this, this, uh, the AD, he screwed up here because, and this is, but this is, we, we've talked about a lot on the show. We live in outrage culture. Everyone wants to be outraged about everything. So people are very quick to apologize, but this AD should have been like, what, Hey, I'm at a football game. Like our fans are getting pumped up. It's a rally. Like we're Yeah, the AD. I'm
1: trying to get interest, you know, excitement yes. around the program.
2: Let's, let's, let's not pretend that our, that our fans aren't having a few beers before the game. They're college kids. Like this is, this is what you want. You want to foster this environment yeah do it safely but this is this is the kind of school kids want to go to kid schools that get excited about their football team and yeah i had a beer and it's not a big deal like let it go i'm not going to apologize
1: right yeah the apology just made him bad it's not it's no good um well let's let's move down to the high school ranks uh in arizona the boys soccer team of a christian high school in arizona decided to forfeit a game rather than play a team that included two girls, citing religious beliefs. Faith Christian School in Mesa, Arizona, chose to forfeit rather than face Foothills Academy College Prep, whose team has two, two girls. Faith Christian Administrative Leader Dick Buckingham told the Arizona Republic, I know it appears to fly in the face of what everyone is wanting to promote today, and that is equality. It is based on a religious perspective that God created guys and girls differently. We want to teach our men that honor of ladies is not just in sports. Ryan, since they're just following the rules of the Bible, how far do you think they, these guys should go? Should they oh, forbid yeah. we, forbid all their students wearing linen and wool clothes at the same time, like yes. it says in Leviticus 19.19? Yes. Should they forbid haircuts, like it says in Leviticus 19.27? Or should they teach the kids to have slaves, like it says in yes, Ephesians six five? That's right
2: uh isn't there one where you um you're supposed to leave a dead bull on your neighbor's door if he
1: does <laughs> yeah. something to you we it's, went through, yeah, i remember we went through a bunch of these like yes, last year yes. there's, there's some, i uh, mean yeah fucking ridiculous
2: it's so Christian. ridiculous they didn't want to i don't know why there were girls on the team but good more power and to. They, them they don't have a girl's team right so they just i think they, 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 they couldn't don't even feel play. the game
1: yeah yeah i mean it's just ridiculous
2: I do remember when I was in high school, this was, there's, now there's probably girls wrestling teams, but I remember when I was in high school, girls started to get into wrestling.
1: Yeah, yeah, same.
2: And there was, like, they weren't there yet, you know, like the, what the girl on the team would lose, like, pretty much every match all season, but
1: sometimes they'd win one. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. It was the fear of losing to the girls.
2: Which is great. Yeah, like, just, like, what's worse, losing to girls or being afraid to play girls? Like, I don't I've, you know.
1: I, uh, I played in uh, intramural, like a, a corporate uh, basketball league. Yeah. And, yeah, there would be, like, a girl or two on, on different teams. And I've always felt bad for them, for yeah. the women, because the guys would swarm because they couldn't stand being scored on by a girl. So yeah. like she would get the tightest defense and everybody else would be like, you know, kind of half, half-assing it on. Like,
2: let her, let her take a chest shot from 16 feet. See if she yeah. knocks it down, you know, like give her some space.
1: Right.
2: Don't like, but don't let her go around you.
1: Guys always try it extra hard. Whenever yeah. girls got the ball
2: sag off. Um It's like how all those girls teams, like the girls NCAA teams, like they're, practice squad is always, like, pretty good guy players. Yeah. Like, it's, it only makes you better, you know? Let's, yeah. let's integrate. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, what else?
1: Four Harvey, Illinois guys had a plan to rob the pizza guy last week. Mm-hmm. When he showed up, it didn't go so well.
2: Bad plan, by the way. Like, how much money do you think the pizza guy has on him? 50 yeah, bucks? Man, tops?
1: Tops? Because, yeah. man, how many pizzas are you delivering on one run?
2: Also, and these days... You order a pizza, you're paying pay with, your, with your credit card. You don't no one no one has thirty five bucks in cash to pay the pizza guy. Yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. Yeah. I, I mean we I mean we have like a go to place that already has our card.
2: Right, of something. course. Yeah. Is it is it that same place that um Artie Lang that would never charge Artie Lang even after the owner died?
1: That place is actually pretty good, but that's yeah. that's uh not not the, the go to It's
2: not your go to. No.
1: If you're happy if you happen to be in that neighborhood.
2: I can, only, I can only imagine the pizza that's available to you. Oh, it's can, so good. I can so only good. imagine. Unbelievable. Okay, continue the story. Pizza pizza well, man got robbed.
1: The the guy delivering the pizza was six foot three, two hundred and fifty pound former Oakland Raider linebacker Napoleon Harris. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Dude>. <laughs> Don't you yeah. see the guy you go hey? Yeah, you're just, like, wait, hey.
1: <laughs> call, 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 call,
2: the <laughs> yes, call like, like let's just hit the Domino's guy. I, I, I feel like they have a scrawny little um Asian uh, engineering student delivering
1: well, uh after retiring from the NFL, Harris has served as an Illinois state senator what? and owns and owns two pizza joints, oh, yeah, and he That's sent the pizza delivery guy home early. It was like a late night, and yes. he's figured, I, you know, I'm the owner, I'll deliver these late night pies personally. Uh, to John? the dismay of the four robbers, yeah. when Harris arrived with the pizza at a bacon house, some guy like was standing out front, and then three guys jumped out of the bushes and tried to choke him out and beat him to death. But the dude is a badass. <laughs> yes. I guess I guess there was footage or something. The cop was talking, describing it. He said they were just wailing away at him and trying to choke him out, and he didn't budge. And he just like like worked his way out of it. Yeah. And the guys all took off. Of course they did. And he—he he, they took off in a, in a Chevy Tahoe. Harris then followed the Tahoe and called the police. And he followed him to an abandoned y- lumberyard. And the police looked at the car, and they, there was blood in the car, and they realized it was registered to a murdered Georgia man. What? The police then were able to track down those guys, and they've all been charged with the murder of a Georgia guy plus the assault and robbery on Harris. Wow,
2: Napoleon Harris.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, my only question is how awesome is Napoleon Harris?
2: He's like, he makes up a hundredfold for having been a raider. Yeah.
1: He was also a Viking, I think. For, oh,
2: okay. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's awesome. That's going above and beyond. Good for, good for old Napoleon Harris taking and care solved, of business. Solved
1: four murders. Totally. And, and just broke their spirits. They said they were just, they had him in a perfect chokehold and it was like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm a fucking badass. No, you
2: dude, dude's got a strong neck. And I'm regretting, um, I'm regretting telling people to, I knew I would regret this. I'm regretting telling people to go leave a review on our um, iTunes page because here's the most recent by some jerk called Catfish 05. Podcast is amazing. Ed is definitely, misspelled, the (laughs) brains behind the show. Kate needs to let that accent out more. Brian microwaves fish at work.
1: Well, you do. I mean, they, you yeah, know, we, true. we can't ever
2: forget that. That is true. I was thinking of you the other day because I was having a snack at work, and it was – um, I, I had – I took an avocado, and I cut, I cut up the avo, whole avocado, and then on top of that, I opened a can of tuna, and I dumped the tuna on top of the avocado, uh-huh. and I had to like rinse out the can oh. and throw it in the trash.
1: Oh, and then you, dumped, you probably dumped that tuna juice into the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. that just leaves well, it was the, in the sink everywhere. It was in
2: the sink. I rinsed it down, but there was probably still a lingering... It doesn't just go away right away. No,
1: no. That that holds on as that long hangs, as it can.
2: It hangs out for a while, but so healthy. Then I put some jalapenos on there, some pickled jalapenos, and a little soy sauce, and um, some sriracha. Oh, it's <sighs> fantastic snack. So healthy. Unbelievable. <laughs> really was proud of myself. Um, and... We need to talk about our friends at Herman Marshall Whiskey. I got a tweet from faithful listener, Dolomite D, this week, and he said to me, when are we going to see Herman Marshall available in Colorado, where he lives? Well, it can't be long because Herman Marshall Whiskey is now available in Oklahoma and Louisiana. That's right. That is the power of this show, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks to you guys and your steadfast support of Herman Marshall Whiskey. The people that know good whiskey in Oklahoma and Louisiana said, hey, we want Herman Marshall too. So now when you're in New Orleans and you order a delicious Sazerac, you get it with that Herman Marshall rye. And now after big game, Bob gags another one. Did he gag one this weekend? There was a big game.
1: Oh, no, that was he lost
2: to Ohio State the week before, right?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if they had an off week or the
2: experience. Yeah, they usually take the take an get an easy one after Ohio State. Either way, he'll blow one and the people uh, the good people of Oklahoma are going to need to drown their sorrows and they can do it with some Herman Marshall Texas Bourbon. And even though the Baller Lifestyle podcast is using our considerable reach to get Herman Marshall whiskey outside of Texas, it will always be grain to glass. Texas whiskey distilled in Texas from Texas corn and crystal clear East Texas water—the best water. See for yourself, guys. Grab a bottle of their Texas bourbon rye, single malt, or temptress next time you're at a local bar, restaurant, or spirits retailer. Grain to glass, Herman Marshall, smooth Texas whiskey.
1: I I usually like 15 minutes before the show. I try to put together a little game or something. Yeah, you know, I was going to do something. Right. And I I wanted to do something with Herman Munster. Oh, he was great! And and I was times. I was like I was like, yeah, could we do like real real or fake episodes? And then I just fell down a Munster's rabbit hole, and I was so reading good. the names of des- descriptions. Yeah. Uh, I these are just all reality. There was no game to it. But local Munster Herman goes on a diet around Thanksgiving so he can fit into his old army uniform for a oh, reunion. So good, so oh. good. All-Star Monster. Herman goes to Maryland's college to straighten out a tuition matter. In searching for the dean's office, he wanders into the gym and is mistaken for a basketball star who is supposed to try out that day.
2: They did that with a couple. He had a baseball one too. Yeah, they did Yeah, there's a couple, yeah, there couple sports themed episodes of the Monsters.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Herman the Rookie, Leo DeRoche, third base coach of the Los Angeles Dodgers needs a power hitter for his team. Right. When he gets conked on the head by one of Herman's line drives from eight blocks away, he believes he has this man.
2: <laughs> I would, I would always feel so bad when the the Howard Stern show would go send stuttering John out to pester Fred. Wayne.
1: Oh, yeah, and he did but, not like you're, when
2: you play. You're, it's it's such an iconic character, and and the, I mean the guy was perfect. For the role, of course, he right. got cast as Herman Munster. Yeah, and out of
1: makeup, it wasn't yes. that much different. No, it
2: wasn't that different. And he hated, he hated being <laughs> associated with that character. But it was such a fantastic character. It was really funny.
1: Yeah, and the last one I have is yeah. Herman's Sorority Caper. To cure Herman of his hiccups, Grandpa puts him into a trance. When a couple of fraternity pledges are sent to spend the night at the Munster house. They mistake him for a dummy and bring him to the sorority house.
2: <laughs> I remember that one too.
1: So was <laughs> uh, great. I was like trying to come up with something. I was like, I, there's nothing to do with this. It's great.
2: That's a great Just, show. I might force my children to watch that. I like to yeah, find that shows. Might be a good that, idea to get the yeah.
1: kids. My, uh, my wife tried to get the kids. She's like, they might like the Brady bunch. And I we put on the pilot episode yeah. the other day no. and it was so fucking terrible. Yeah. Kids are like what? What's what? What's the funny part? What What's going on here? What? Yeah, the, the sets,
2: really the whole situations, the the Brady bunch, all like,
1: and the kids are a real drag.
2: Yeah, they are. They don't. They don't know comedy.
1: No, uh, Ed. I'm talking about the Brady kids.
2: Oh, oh, the kids are the worst. Well, kids yeah. in general are huge drags. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, the the Brady kids, Greg. let's let's make a list of the worst Brady kids number one I would say the worst Mm, the thing about Jan is she sucks she was real morose she was a middle child she was a real bummer but they didn't give her a lot to do
1: right she didn't have much to work with this fucking girl Marcia was definitely the
0: best
2: yeah she was the hottest this, right. gr- this Greg, he was in yeah, every Johnny fucking Bravo. episode. Yeah, he's, he had the perm. He was, like, Wizard. trying to be captain of the football team. Like, he was a real fucking douche. I hated Greg.
1: And and Bobby and Peter were just always fixing their bikes. They sucked.
2: Yeah, always fixing their bikes. Peter was the cute one. Bobby was really unfortunate looking. And in, yeah. in, in adulthood, that... That maintained. You know how sometimes the the homely kid turns out to be the handsome one. It it didn't work out that way for the Bradys. But Peter stayed good looking, and Bobby just got more hideous.
1: Uh, and Cindy just was a real pain in the ass.
2: Yeah, she was. Although when they replaced her in the very yeah. early Christmas, oh well, yeah, they
1: upgraded w- with Gwendolyn.
2: Gwendolyn from Charles in Charge. Big score there. Major up
1: there. upgrade. Yes.
2: Um. At. Identical twin confesses to 2003 murder that put his brother behind bars. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, some, some, some guy walked into court and s- said, um, quote, I'm here to confess to a crime I committed that he was wrongly accused of. He was not just anyone. It was the guy's 38-year-old identical twin. Oh. I feel like we should be making notes in case we need to write a screenplay here, Ed. <laughs> Best part is these guys for some reason have different last names even though they're twins. Kevin Dugger. Yeah, Carl Smith's twin has been in custody since 2003. Like, hey, don't rush down and confess your crime. I I've, I've been hanging out here on death row for 13 years.
1: Yeah, the guy lost the years 25 to 38.
2: Yes. Bullshit. Oh my goodness. Oh, here it is, Ed. The men have different last names because Smith changed his last name to his mother's maiden name. What a pussy. The stunning courtroom admission which brought Duggar to tears was full of emotion. But, Ed, there's a twist. Authorities are not convinced. You see, Ed, both of these dudes are already in prison. (laughs) Smith... (laughs) is doing a 99-year prison sentence for an armed robbery that resulted in a six-year-old boy being shot. He recently appealed the sentence, but it was denied. The Post reported, meaning that he has nothing to lose by admitting to his brother's crime and securing his beloved relative's release from prison. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't...
2: Uh no. Yeah, it's weird, I mean, because they got the same DNA, they look exactly alike. Like, is he just going out of his way to get his brother off? Interesting. I guess the, the, the prosecution's not buying it.
1: Well, the real it's, crime here yeah. is that, the real crime here is that since both of them are in the pokey, we don't get to find out if it's nature versus nurture. Because they both just yes. had the same circumstances. Yes. We can't, we can't like, tell. If like one of them was adopted by a rich family and was living a great life, we, we would have some answers.
2: You know, twins, they, this is how they learn a lot of stuff is by researching identical twins. There's the, you know how they're the, the big thing now in health and nutrition is the gut. It's all the bacteria in your gut. And some people can just eat fucking cheeseburgers every day and pizza and ice cream and just stay skinny. So what they, what they did – They studied identical twins, Ed. And one would live a healthy lifestyle where he'd eat just veg, green vegetables and lean protein and exercise every day. And the one would be just a real tub of shit, just fucking Hagen dazs And it would turn out they both have the same, at the end of the 20 years or whatever, same body type. Why? Same gut bacteria.
1: Mm. Identical twins. You're just fucked if you have the Yeah. If you have the, if you have the, the bad wrong type of gut.
2: So yeah, we can't we can't find out. Like, is it how they were raised or were they born assholes because they're both in prison, right Ed?
1: Yep, exactly. We've learned nothing. Thanks for nothing, guys. I,
2: I'm just not sure if I've just read a legit news story or uh, uh, the current what's happening this week on One Life to Live.
1: it does it does have that have that ridiculous uh soap opera if only one of them had amnesia
2: yeah that's my thing Uh, i don't know i don't know if soap operas are still on but i remember back in the day i was dating a chick that was like really in like every day this is like college and every day at noon or one o'clock or whatever she would have to watch one no not one life to live the other one days of our lives
1: in college, I watched General Hospital for a while.
2: Yeah, and I would just walk in. I'd be like, "Hey, who's got amnesia? Who's got who's got uh, who's got an evil twin? Or who's like stuck in a? There's always somebody that's stuck in a well or being held captive in a room somewhere. Like, there's there's only like three storylines on those shows. Yeah, Some, yeah. somebody's somebody back from the dead. Right.
1: There's always a back from the dead. Oh, yeah. I remember when yes, when Philip Drummond. Yeah. Got conked on the head and had amnesia. And like immediately, they're oh going to take God. away the kids unless he could remember them like that's two right. days later. It was like, whoa, that's a bit, a bit yeah. harsh.
2: Amnesia, a lot like quicksand, not really used as yeah. a narrative trope like it used to be.
1: I thought for sure when I was a kid, there were a couple things I was always going to ha- happen to me when I got old. Yes. I thought I was going to get into quicksand. Yeah. I thought somebody would inappropriately play footies with me at a at a family dinner. Yes. And I would also make two dates on the same night and have to be running upstairs oh, and downstairs. Yes. That's a, that's a classic. <laughs> they happen on every show.
2: <laughs> Jack Tripper. Run down. He's, he's cooking dinner for one broad and he's got another yeah. one holed up at the Regal Beagle and he's got to yeah. race down.
1: Yeah. And he has to get there before Larry Dallas puts yes. the moves on yes. it. Yes.
2: Before Larry Dallas dips into the Coke vial he's got in his pocket. Okay, Ed. Here's another one. Let yep. me find it and see how long we've gone here. Okay, here we go. Um, artists fools tourists with monument to giant octopus attack on the <laughs> Staten Island Ferry. This is just too ridiculous to believe. Uh, tourists this uh some some artist made it's very like realistic, you know it reminds me of like the Kraken, which is like yeah, a yeah, yeah. mythical animal, you know there's not i mean these people don't know there aren't octopi octopuses big enough to pull down the Staten Island ferry like that's just a mythical beast there. Right. But apparently, people didn't know because in this, it's the city's secret tragedy: the giant octopus attack on the Cornelius G. Kulf, a Staten Island ferryboat, dragged to a watery grave with 400 souls aboard on November 22nd, 1963.
1: Yeah, whoa. you have footage.
2: <laughs> Is that also uh, the JFK? Um, uh, yeah. Few few recall the har- harbor horror because. Oh, yeah, that's where I should have read the next sentence. News coverage was eclipsed by the shocking assassination of John F. Kennedy in Dallas that very day. But truth is, this guy Joe Reganella was a hoaxer who just made made this bronze statue and a bunch of brochures and even a website. He really went the distance here.
1: He was really trying to sell it. Orson Welles in
2: this thing. But people are dumb, Ed, unfortunately. Uh, uh, There aren't really giant octopuses here, are there? Asked Nicole Welsh of Melbourne, Australia. Casting a wary eye over the seemingly placid waters of New York Harbor last last week. Workers at the center, which houses dozens of cultural groups, have been running into very confused visitors. Wandering around (laughs) the sprawling grounds. Looking in vain for the Ferry Disaster Museum. Ed... How many of these people also thought that Godzilla was a documentary?
1: It's, it's one of those things that like, whenever I think about, like if I see, I don't watch horror movies really, but when I see something and I think, oh, that would be pretty scary. And then I think, well, if I were a real person in this situation and there was like a vampire attack, I'd be like, I'm not scared because there's no fucking such, no thing, such thing as a vampire. Right. Like the, these idiots. Yes, it's, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird that that girl Nicole gave her name and yes. you know allowed allowed the world to know how stupid oh, she is. Do you think now she, a Google it, search will pop up that she asked if there was a giant octopus.
2: Yes, yes. Do you think she was kidding? Like, there's no context here. You never know. Like, maybe she was yeah. being sarcastic. That's a, it's a sarcasm can be very. We a sarcasm font. Yeah, you do right. We do. And one more, Ed. Uh, this is this. I heard this the other day, and I'm glad that it's come up on the show. North Korea, which seems like just a terrible place to live,
1: doesn't. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of upsides. In North
2: no, it's. I mean, there's famine. This, they have no real industry. It's a closed society. You really gotta kiss that um, that little chubbo. Kim Jong un. You gotta kiss that guy's ass because if you don't, he'll have yes. you fed to dogs like Ramsey Bolton.
1: Yeah, his his like own like uncle. He had him yeah. killed he Yeah, had him killed.
2: Like, yes. His ex-girlfriend, I think, he had shot. And he and when he has you shot, he has it done with like an anti-aircraft missile or something. Like he oh. really fucks you up. Well, Ed, it's it's just gotten a little bit worse because North Korea. Only has twenty-eight available websites that you can go on. Ugh, that's there's sad. on the web. Ed, there are more. I mean, it's obviously they can't count, but they, there's believed to be more than hundred and forty million websites on the internet, or more. No, there's one hundred and forty million million.com just with dot com and net. This is also who's typing. I have an, an org who's typing in the dots anymore? You don't have to type. You just start typing the words in the bar.
1: Right. And
2: it just and pops up. Just that Travis Rogers told me, he's like, go to Google. And I'm like, go to Google. You just fucking type it in the bar at the, the top. The bar is
1: Google. You just type uh, it up be, there. I don't know the, the PC rules.
2: All right. No, he's a, no, he's a Mac guy. He's a, oh, Mac, well, he's a Mac guy it. like you and me. I'm pretty sure it's all, awesome makes That doesn't make sense. I'm pretty sure that's that? all browsers. Like, yeah. Like, What's his name? Jason Stewart. He likes to Bing. Like when he's when he's looking for porno, he's announced on this show. He goes to Bing to look for his porno. But I'm pretty sure he's a PC guy. He just when he says Bing, he just has his his search bar, his uh, address bar set up to search on Bing. It's assuming that's right. possible. Right. Well, and back to North Korea. Ed, no, no, on Tuesday, apparently by mistake, North Korea missed configured its name server I don't speak this nerd talk but I'll just keep reading essentially a list that holds information on all domains that exist for .kp which is the North Korean domain allowing anyone to query it and get the list in other words a snafu by North Korea's system administrators you know somebody got anti-aircraft missiles somebody was
1: murdered because of this error Yes,
2: like just don't say anything somebody's going to die allowed anyone to ask the country's name server, can I have all of your information on this domain, and get an answer, giving everyone a peek into the strange world of North Korea's web. Quote, so what do they have? Now we have a complete list of domain names for the country, and it's surprisingly very small, said some guy. North Korea has only 28 registered domains. Uh, some of the sites aren't reachable, because probably they got wise or something, uh, but they're all like just as boring as you think. Like, um, not follow life though. No, like state owned air choreo airline. Like if you need a book of flight, which you're not even allowed to do. Yeah, there. You
1: can't leave. Can you leave?
2: No, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, you, I think you might be able to get a visa. Like if they need slave labor in like Dubai, they'll send right. North Koreans over there to do it. Um, there's another one for Kim Il Sung university that there's a, the official newspaper of North Korea, like all just really, really boring, boring news. Oh, there's a, there's a weird, oh no, there really isn't. Yeah. Like, do they
1: even have like a cooking one? You can get recipes? Like, what? No, because
2: they don't have any food. It's the rationing rice over there, Ed.
1: I, well, I figure they t- teach you how to make a dirt sandwich. What are they? What
2: are they, they going to cook over there? No, but you know
1: how, like, when you you're out of an ingredient and you can like yeah. type in like substitutes. Well, maybe they say, well, if you sprinkle a little rainwater yes. onto grass, it can substitute right. it for a paprika. Yes,
2: that's. <laughs> interesting. I feel like they don't have spices there. Like, if they don't, if they don't have food in general. I this did, is this is like life
1: before the Dutch East India Company,
2: right? I did yes places. before Marco Polo. I did read one time. Or actually, I think I heard it on NPR that the when the before Kim the 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 dad Kim Jong Il,
1: yeah, he's the guy who claimed to have like what a shoot at twenty five in golf one time.
2: Yeah, he made like seventeen holes in one. Um, when Kim Jong Il was kicking, he was like. You know, he was in charge, and he heard about this guy in Spain that was raising these giant rabbits. And they were, like, really hardy, and they were huge. They were, like, the size of a St. Bernard.
1: Oh, food.
2: And, right, and he's like, wait. He's like, you know, why well, can't feed my people. Like, maybe if I got these rabbits, they, you know, they wouldn't take all they just eat is grass, and we could set up these rabbits, and they breed like rabbits, and maybe this could— you know, sort out the situation. So he called up the guy in Spain and was like, and to, you know, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not, not exactly sure the details, but this is the thing I heard. So don't like go correcting me here. He, he called up this guy in Spain and was like, hey, why don't you send me over a couple dozen of those big ass bunnies? I might want to raise them. And the guy's like, sure. So they sent over like a train car full of them to like get them started on raising them. And then, as soon as they got there, he uh, Kim Jong Il had every single one of them butchered for a feast for himself.
1: <laughs> you could have solved their food problems. Is that great? <laughs> That's amazing.
2: Uh, uh, you, uh, it's, it's you know okay. the story
1: about the. I, I'm not going to get into the full thing, but yeah, it's worth googling if you don't know the story of how rabbits got to Australia.
2: Oh uh, no, I do. Like yeah. when the
1: British co- colon, like some right. colonists like early on, brought rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they fucking just destroyed, the, like, yeah. everything. There's They just ate everything in sight, and it was a huge problem. So they put this, like, they had to put fencing, all, like, all yes. along the country. But, oh, yeah. yeah, just some asshole, like, brought, like, five rabbits, and No, it, it was, was, like, 50,000 the next year. It was something no, crazy. It's
2: still a problem. They still, you know, if only we had a resident Australian expert, our expert in all things Australia – because she knows about this there's an invasive species they have australia's fucked because they have no um endemic they have no apex predators there That's so right. when you bring something in it just fucking goes to town there's no like mountain lions there's not really like a food chain there so they they got they had some bug like locust or something that was killing all the crops so somebody's like Oh, we, let's bring this one toad. And now they got the – now they just can't fucking deal with the, the amount of – now the toads are destroying all the crops. And, the, and same with the rabbit. The, uh, I can't remember what the rabbit's called. If only we had an Australian here to explain
1: it to us. Tom, uh, but, the guy's it, name is Thomas Austin, 1859, intru- introduced them to, uh, yeah. to Australia. Look it up. It's crazy. They, it's they, crazy. It was like out of control like by year two.
2: Yeah. And I think they, then they had to bring in foxes and then the foxes were a problem. And it's just like a, it's like a a compounding thing over there. Uh, But Ed, I need to know also, also scrub bulls, look up scrub bulls because they have those out in the bush and they're fucking wild bulls and they'll just come up to your herd. They'll just show up at your herd and they'll just fuck all your female cows because it's a wild bull. It doesn't give a shit.
1: He's not even Uh, calling them the next
2: day. Yeah, okay. What I was going to say is, back to North Korea. Ed, I need to know, what's more shocking, that North Korea only has 28 websites, or that (laughs) here, in America, 2 million people still pay for AOL dial-up?
1: Stop it.
2: I swear to God, I heard that too.
1: I didn't even know they were still in business. Yes, they are. 2 million? I mean,
2: they have have two mil, they have two million customers. Hold on. I'm going to confirm that right now via the Google's 2.1, 2.1. The average AOL dial up user is paying $20 a month. What? And now they have 2.1 million dial up customers, including some, some subscribers who are paying reduced monthly fees. Oh
1: my goodness. Not even my mom does that.
2: Right. Well, there's places like probably out in the bush, the American bush, like on the plains. On the prairie, there's probably places where you still, like, can't get cable. You probably have to have one of those big satellite dishes that they used to have in the 80s. Remember those? Remember, like, you, you'd see Oh, some, yeah.
1: My, my, uh, w- a guy I played football with had uh, one of the big ones, and we'd go there and channel. watch football.
2: Yeah, but he, awesome. also, he also would have that Playboy channel because it back oh, then. Oh yeah, Spice Spice. Yeah, it was like the Wild West. You would just fucking have everything. It's you oh, have yeah. one of those big dishes. Yeah, there'd be like German everything.
1: porn channels. There'd be all kinds of weird shit.
2: Yes, totally. Um. Uh, yes.
1: Oh yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry, lost my train of
2: thought. Yeah, I get it, buddy.
1: Oh, oh, I was gonna say no. Yes, that's I, that's not a possibility that there's not access because. This summer, when I was in uh, Iceland,
2: yeah, rec- th- I was rec- in the TV. middle
1: of fucking nowhere. Like, I was in a house that was miles from anything, and they still yeah. had yeah Wi Fi. Like, yeah, you can yeah. get it anywhere.
2: You'd think if you have AOL,
1: it doesn't, there's no excuse.
2: But places like Iceland, like they take care of their own there. They don't, these other countries, like Estonia, I was reading, has way better internet than we do. They have way faster speeds because in other places in the world, they don't treat it as a fucking luxury, they treat it as a utility. You need mm-hmm. to have the internet at your house just like you need to have water and electricity. So they don't fuck around. They don't let these big cocksucker corporations get in and fuck you around and make you buy a package and make you do all this bullshit. They make it so that everyone can have it and their shit is way faster. Everywhere, pretty much. We have like the 30th fastest internet speeds or something in this country.
1: Unacceptable.
2: Bullshit. Okay, Ed. Let's talk yeah. about, let's, no fancy sauce this week. Thought we might get her to join thought, us, but.
1: I thought she was back.
2: She's in and out. She's out there earning. She's working on a big project, but it's okay. Cause I have combed the TMZs and I've got some serious pop culture news. Let's get into it. The, it's the pop culture report with our very own fish microwaver, Brian Beckner. <laughs> Okay, Ed. Uh, first and foremost, this is this is breaking news. I don't I don't know how many people have this yet. I mean, probably be two days before I put this on the internet. Maybe tomorrow. But the point is, is that as of this writing, this is just broken. Celeb divorce news. Naomi Watts and Liev Schreiber. Oh. I guess it's Dang. not technically a divorce because they're not technically married, but longtime couple. Um, I will say this. I don't let you inside my world a lot, but I'll give you this one. I am highly sexually attracted to Naomi Watts. I think it's because she plays like she tends to choose roles where she plays very sexual, very damaged characters. I was going to say damaged
1: is a key word.
2: Yes, I am into also she's very attractive. She's Australian, which is something I like. Uh, so she's back on the market, and Liev Schreiber. Let's be honest, the guy is handsome, right?
1: Handsome, and he can narrate the hell out of HBO. Oh, that
2: voice he does the he does Beautiful. the hard knocks. He does all the documentaries. I mean, just really, really a great voice. That's probably a good paycheck for him too. Um, these, yeah. pe- these people are New Yorkers, Ed, so I s- wouldn't be shocked if you saw them around, although not together anymore. They've been together since OT5. Uh, they have uh, a nine year old called Alexander and seven year old called Samuel, so they give their kids normal names. Which I was I just going to say, say,
1: good for them. <laughs> yeah, those normal. are normal. I was names. expecting some horrible names. Those are normal, yeah. nice seeming people.
2: Yeah. Yeah, great, I, great names great couple hard for two actors to stay married I mean relationships we talked about this last week they run their course these two have been together 11 years which is a nice long run but if you're if you make your living as an actor you're generally someone that's very concerned with yourself first and foremost so you're also just
1: on location you're yeah, you're a part yeah, so yeah. much
2: Yep, yeah. and you you tend to be good looking, so people want to have sex with you. So mm-hmm. R.I.P., the relationship of yeah. Naomi Watts, personal favorite of mine, and Liev Schreiber. Uh, here's another one from the sports world, Ed. You're gonna yeah. like this one. And it mm-hmm. comes as a shock. Former Carolina Panther and former Dallas Cowboy and guy. Who's basically still an all pro, but can't get a job because he's such a terrible person?
1: Oh yeah, I forgot he's not even playing.
2: Greg Hardy arrested for cocaine and Ed. Oh no! You'll like this one. He. um, You'll like this one. He. uh, He went with the old. That wasn't my cocaine in my pocket.
1: Line. Yeah. Why do guys do that? I hold it. Holding it for a friend or somebody slipped it?
2: Yeah, somebody, house. I think he's gone. Well, hold on. Cops say Hardy and a passenger told him they had just eaten at Applebee's. Well, hard times. You lose that NFL Jeez. paycheck. You're really going down a notch in the uh, eating establishments. I've only been at Applebee's
1: once in my life. I was in college. Yep. The waiter called my mom, dude, and I said, I will never eat at this place <sighs> ever
2: again. I'm out of here. Um, Police asked him if they had anything illegal inside the vehicle and Hardy said no and then gave them permission to search the car. They found a Louis Vuitton wallet on the center console, which contained a purple plastic baggie containing a white pasty substance. Uh, And shockingly, along with multiple gun range membership cards. This guy is this guy once threw his girlfriend onto a pile of guns. Uh, So... Tough times for Greg Hardy's. It's and.: not all, the Greg
1: Hardy I know.
2: Not working, and he's got somebody else's cocaine. No, no one ever puts their cocaine in my wallet, Ed. It's You know it's in my wallet? My shit. My credit cards.
1: Yeah. Oh, the guy's got two hoop earrings.
2: That's true, yes. He's a very dangerous man, and he will murder somebody before long. Um, <clears throat> here's another one, also from the world of sports, Ed. Gilbert Arenas. Mm-hmm.
1: Agent Zero.
2: Agent Zero, son of the guy that played Huggy Bear on Starsky and Hutch.
1: No, he, no, no. no yeah. no, 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 yeah. That was that was Vargas, uh, the Raiders running back. That's right. Justin Tom Vargas. Var- Justin
2: Vargas.'re Vargas. right. Why did I think that about Gilbert Arenas? Uh, I guess they're both from L.A. Um, Gilbert Arenas, he, his ex-wife, who's the sister of Matt. Okay, he got in a fight with Derek Fisher.
1: Oh, Matt Barnes.
2: Matt Barnes, who is dangerous. Scary. Uh, the, Matt Barnes' wife is Gilbert Arenas' wife's sister. Um, and that one that that I'm How pretty about sure. That Thanksgiving. About. Unlike the huggy bear thing, that one I'm pretty sure about. Um, Gilbert Arenas had to sue his ex-wife because she libeled him. She slandered him. By saying that he, by actually it was libel because she wrote an email and then leaked it to various news outlets saying that he had given her STDs. Wow. And he said, whoa, whoa, hold up. That's not true. And he sued her. And now she's got to pay him the oddly specific amount of $110,110 for his emotional distress. Gilbert Arenas, bad guy, but he was clearly wronged in this situation. There's not really much worse you can do than say someone has an STD.
1: I know he he got he got in that locker room altercation with Crittenden with the guns in the locker room. Yeah,
2: Javaris Crittenden, former Laker, and current murder. Current yeah. Inmate.
1: Well, I think that most of that is on Crittenden. Why of these guys have guns? I, I don't know if Arenas is is just kind of a kooky dude or if he's really a bad dude i don't
2: know if he's a bad dude um he's he's an asshole in the in the sense that he's um just annoying like he's not he's not really going to shoot you yeah he's got guns around but he's just one of these guys that does stupid shit like spends all his money he had, right. i think but, he had but a but shark Crittenden. aquarium Real bad dude. Yeah. Crittenden is a killer he murdered mm. a, a, one of them one of the people he murdered was a woman and it was over like a, a paltry weed debt like yeah I think he might have murdered, like accidentally murdered the wrong people or something. That's not really too too sure of the details of that. It's not shocking. Okay, next. Not a story. murderer
1: of high character.
2: No, no, that's for sure. Good one, dude. And finally, Ed. Another story from Hollywood. This is this usually we go with uncouplings. This is a coupling. The third time might be the charm for Josh Brolin. As he has mm. wed his model fiance, who appears to be much, much, much younger than Josh Brolin, uh, I, I didn't realize he was no longer married to Di La- Diane Lane, who Big I am also highly sexually attracted to. Uh, but it looks like he they are divorced, and he, because he's married to someone else, unless he's a polygamist, he has landed on his feet um, by marrying this. Doesn't say their ages, but she's she looks like around mid thirties. Early thirties, it's tough to tell, and he's he's got to be pushing fifty at this point.
1: Rand from gro- Goonies has grown up.
2: Yeah, he's you know what I will say about him is he's great. He really is good. Like he, you see him in a movie, you're usually watching a pretty good movie, and he's always gives a, a great performance. Um,
1: and he's had like he's had a good. Yeah, like 10, 12-year run of good movies. Yeah. Like not like not like he's just been in a couple good ones recently. Like,
2: Yeah, he was one of these like child, like he was in Goonies and then you didn't really see him around and then he sort of had a like late – No Country mes- for Old Men. Yeah, Late Resurgence. He was in that um, last Paul Thomas Anderson movie, The Name Escapes Me. Joaquin Phoenix was in it. <sighs>
1: Uh, inherent
2: Vice. Inherent Vice. He was in that. That was a pretty good movie. Um, so good for him. Congratulations to Josh Brolin and his much, much, much younger wife. Good Hopefully, bad. the third time is a charm for him. Okay. That's it. Ed, that's going to do it for Fancy Brian Pop. Um, that's going to do it for the show. Fantastic job to us. Gave
1: Great. out history lessons. Yeah.
2: Just, talk about talk
1: North Korea. Yeah. Talk about rabbits. rabbits.
2: Yeah. Th- those. Those uh, Australian rabbits, those invasive Australian rabbits, or Scottish we it. rabbits. We got you a got
1: good. Uh, yeah, I'd like. a, would
2: like a, maybe next week. Let's let's get the daily's choice going. Oh we yeah, get, it's, well someone's got to. Hogs some, in a couple of weeks. I mean, I could make up a daily's choice, but really, it has to come from the listeners. So no, nah, it has
1: to come from listeners.
2: It has to come from one specific listener. So it's, yeah, we'll do a daily's choice it. if if we get one. Uh, okay. Until then, until next week for at Daily. For the sadly absent fancy sauce. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com, episode 137. We will see you next week.
0: Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable lossy dealer for details.